WV Uncommonplace. This podcast is a variety podcast that houses numerous series to cover mental health, empowerment, podcast framework, and various intimate theories to get to know the hosts. Along with occasional movies, reviews, and dives in pop culture with our event podcast episodes. The Uncommonplace digs into bringing guests on that stories don't fit the mold and are very different. WV stands for the great state of West Virginia and every quarter we cover something in West Virginia. Stacy and myself JR are your hosts so please come along for this venture to Uncommon Place. Welcome to West Virginia and Commonplace. Um, one thing that goes on that's a tradition in our household is we watch wrestling, but we're not your average wrestling fans. We don't just sit there and watch Monday Night Raw or AEW, Ring of Honor, um, MLW, or whatever you want to call wrestling. We watch the premier pay-per-views, SummerSlam, WrestleMania, Royal Rumble. Don't care about Survivor Series because nothing ever happens great there. <laughs> AEW-wise, we only watch All Out. Mm-hmm. And outside of that, we watch some AEW shows, but we don't. We go to their pay per views, right? Um, we, re- we go to their live events. And um, my name is Jr. And I'm Stacy. And um, she is back, finally back from off assignment. She's been all over Kentucky, Ohio, and other parts <laughs> of West Virginia, doing whatever she mm-hmm. does to bring the podcast success. So today's episode, we are going to do something special. Um, earlier this year, I did a. Or earlier last year, late last year, I did an episode called WrestleFest Extended Fest, and we had Stacy on for one of the Lost Tape episodes where she talked about wrestling. We just did a bunch of off topics, but we're we're here to talk about WrestleMania 39. And you also heard if you listen to PodFest um, episode three or four, the Royal Rumble aftermath, because we watched that joint. We skipped a day of PodFest to go watch wrestling. Right, right, right. So before we get into this, just know we're getting all of our information from Wikipedia. Um, you can find any of this stuff online um if we mess something up we apologize um please don't be rude but reach out to us and let us know if we mess something up because we will be more than happy to fix it um they have night one listed on wikipedia they have one match listed on night two and then night tbc so we don't we don't know what's going on exactly um but we're going to go through each one of these matches um like i said we're going to tell you what night they have it listed on wikipedia and we're going to give you our opinion and what we think and it's uh, some of it's going to be rude some of some of it's going to be funny i mean some of it might be exciting i don't know yeah, and I definitely agree with that. Because when we talk about the first match, I got a lot to talk about the first match. See, I don't. You don't? I don't have a lot to say because I don't. So let's ju- I jump in head first. Go on. Who All we right, got? So, so, so the first match we have, Austin Theory, who is the United States champion, taking on the legendary John Cena. Mm-hmm. Now, here's my take. Triple H, Vince McMahon have been building up Austin Theory for no reason. I don't know what they like about him. He did a little bit during the pandemic. He was goofy during the pandemic. Like, like he was not, he's not a superstar that I think of when I think of uh, my United States champion, my Intercontinental champion or whatever. But he has been running with that belt, beating everybody. He took the belt off. Bobby Lashley took the belt off Seth Rollins. Bunch of different credible stars that could have had the belt and this challenge would have been fine. I wouldn't mind seeing Seth Rollins versus John Cena. Right. But initially, John Cena's coming back to wrestle. 
he may win the United States Championship. That is my prediction. I hope that he does dethrone him because Austin Theory, if he wins it, like he said in the promo John Cena said, it's not going to do anything for his career. People might think it's going to skyrocket him, but it's just going to look like a cheap cash in to say, hey, we're trying to build the next John Cena or the next big star. Right, and I agree. Um, I Austin Theory has not done anything that impresses me yet. I, I hardly know who he is. Like, if you asked me yesterday who the United States champion wa- was, I probably would have been like, um, um, is it still Bobby Lashley? Because uh-huh. I think he's the last one I remember having it. Right. And I was a little excited to see John Cena coming back because my nephews, um, they're, they like John Cena. I mean, depending on what day you're talking to them, they like whoever is more prominent in the um the previews and stuff like that they're eight and 11 or something like that but i don't know who austin theory is from a can of paint (laughs) i mean that's the nicest way for me to say it and that's the general reaction that people get to him like like to me i I, let let me just do this real quick while we're just at this all right let me tell you what a bona fide star is let's go into the second match and this will tell you what a star well, is. Or tentatively what the second match is. Okay. Seth freaking Rollins versus Logan Paul. Okay. Logan Paul, for instance, let's take away the actual influencer stuff. Mm-hmm. The kid can wrestle. He okay. wrestled Roman Reigns. He's wrestled big stars. That was the only match he lost was to Roman Reigns. He destroyed Miz last year. Yeah. He's a high flyer. He's got good spots. He's what AEW should have signed. He's what, he is what wrestlers should be built like and i hate to say that even with him being a influencer it's not the same deal like with pat mcafee but logan paul can wrestle right and he's exciting austin theory i've I've seen him a few times like maybe one or two times i know the name logan paul um the biggest reason why i know the that name is because my eight-year-old nephew when he was watching wrestling with me he goes look it's Logan Paul. He was so excited. And so I'm like, oh, okay, so let me watch this. Because, you know, this eight-year-old is exp- excited about this guy. So maybe I should watch. And, okay, I, I get where you're coming from. I understand what you're saying. And then, once again, Seth freaking Rollins. That's another one to take on for Austin Theory. Either one of those two. Seth Rollins built star power. He doesn't have to be in the main event to be the main event. Right. And just with his, his his accolades and how he acts and how he performs. Sorry, guys. He, yeah, it's all right. That Zoom sound makes, makes it to where you can hear everything. I told you one day we would just have sound effects that would be clack, 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 clack. Phones hitting the ground and, and controllers. Yeah. So, crazy side story with uh, the nephew. Yesterday, we're playing WWE 2K23 on Xbox Series X. And that's who he picks. After we're done playing with the Bloodline, he's going to get Logan Paul, and I introduce him to Rob Van Dam, which is an ECW wrestler, and they're our new tag team. We're out there fighting. We were fighting Imperium, and then we fought, uh, and when we fought Imperium, it wasn't a three-on-two. We had an extra guy. I think it was Shinsuke Nakamura, and he was hyped, so Logan Paul, a good sell. Um, I hate to be the person that is a follower, but the... You have to make an impression. And to me, you want these younger kids to be drawn into wrestling. So you're building the fan base for the future. And so you've got to introduce people like Logan Paul. And like, where did Austin Theory come from? 
These, these little kids that are learning about wrestling and getting excited about it. Where did he come from? They don't want to see Austin Theory. Exactly. Even John Cena said that in the promo. So, yeah. like, so, like, so on that deal, Austin Theory versus John Cena, who's your pick? I, I feel like Austin Theory is going to win by a fault. I hope John Cena wins. But I feel like something's going to happen and Austin Theory is going to win. And then that'll just make Austin Theory's career bomb because it'll be like he went over John Cena, right? For no, and it didn't have a long enough build up to for them right. for them to go over. Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul. Who are you taking in that? See, I, I'm kind of on the downfall of Seth Rollins. I I used to like him. I don't like the character that they're having him portray right now. But of course, you know that's just my opinion. A lot of people still like him. Oh yeah, and I agree with you. He does have a lot of talent. And he is what it what is his name? Um, Dolph Ziggler. He's another w- guy like him. He enhances other people's talent, right? Yeah, and I can give you that, but I want to put him a step other well, above that. But, but that's the one you always give me in reference. Like, yeah, Dolph Ziggler is the guy that builds people up, right? Yeah. And Seth Rollins. I mean, if he's with Logan Paul, they're going to make it look good. Yeah. Now, I'll say this. Seth Rollins and him, if you pay attention to the history that's gone on between them, mm-hmm. it, I feel like Seth Rollins is going to win this because Logan Paul has called Seth Rollins quite a bit of stuff, United States title, right. some different things. So the buildup, and you always know, like, we can't really make a prediction because today is Wednesday. Right. And we haven't had Friday SmackDown. And Friday SmackDown, which that's awfully close to WrestleMania. That's kind of crazy. They might not they, even have they, them on there. Well, they do it all. They do Friday Day one, Saturday, day two, Sunday, and then you have Monday Night Raw. So you have all four of those shows, like, back-to-back. And I'm going to just throw this out here. I hate two-day WrestleMania. I think it sucks. I think it's stupid. And they need to fix it. I liked it during the pandemic because it gave me something to live for. Yeah, but that stuff doesn't exist to a lot of people anymore. Right. And plus they had it in that crazy arena with the screen. We were on there one time (laughs) with the screens. Right. Now I think it's just a money pit. Because you want people to spend four days there and buy the buy the pass for all four days. And just change it back to how y'all had it. It was magical. It was three hours. It was right. fun. Right. Now we're on to our first women's match. Now, I want to say this before we talk about this. A six-woman tag match, when you have women tag team belts that could be defended, to me is a waste of a match. I agree. Trish Stratus... Lita and Becky Lynch. Lita and Becky Lynch are the current tag team champions because they won the belts from Damage Control um, at some point in the last month and a half. This match right here was something that could just sit on SmackDown. It could be on Raw. It, to me, and not discrediting women's wrestling, right. is two Hall of Famers, and Becky Lynch is a future Hall of Famer too, Right. against Bailey, future Hall of Famer, Dakota Kai, and Ayo Scott, which I still call her Ayo Shirai, or <laughs> I forgot what I called her, her real name. Ayo Shirai? Ayo Shirai, yeah. Ayo Shirai is what she used to be called. Um, this match does wonders for me if it was on SmackDown. Right. This should be your normal... Or the kickoff match. Yeah, your Monday or Friday match. I, I agree. I I don't know what the WWE is trying to do with our women. I am very disappointed in what they're doing with them. Like, why aren't there more women's tag team matches during pay-per-views? 
Like, why are why are we doing these daggone um, unimportant matches? Like, if I'm going to pay for a pay-per-view, I want to see some title matches. I don't want to see something that I can turn around and see at a house show. Right. And my thing here with this is that, no offense to Trish Stratus show Lita, but they're part-timers. Right. They're only going to wrestle for a big paycheck, and then right. they're gone. Well, I don't know about Lita, but Trish Stratus is only showing up for big paychecks. Right, and that's that's what I, I feel like they're doing. I feel like they have nobody that can partner with Becky Lynch, so they're pulling in Trish Stratus and Lita because they're big names. I mean... Use the females that you already have there, the ones that you're trying to use all the time. Quit quit with the same people, though. That's that's my issue. So in, We get it. Charlotte Flair is a freaking champ again. So, on this one, I'm going to put lead in and we're going to go over. There's no reason for damage control to win. It doesn't hurt them if they lose. Right. Because they're the heels. They're the bad guys. And with that being said, we move on to a singles match that's very interesting to me. The WWE has been burying Brock Lesnar since mm-hmm. since Triple H has taken over. Right. Um, but I feel more drawn to Brock Lesnar's character without Paul Heyman. And without a world title, right? Yeah. Because he's tough. Right. Whether he has a belt or not, I think his character is... It's funny and it's irritating and it's annoying and it's a, everything that you need rolled up into one little ball. Because when he came out there with the cowboy hats and the boots, I thought that was entertaining. Now, now I'll say this. I really needed Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar 3. Okay. I could have had this here because they their matches, watching them two wrestle, was exciting this year. Yeah. Him wrestling Amos. Amos? Yeah, Amos. I don't, I'm sorry, I butchered Like we name. said, we don't know how to pronounce these names. I call him Osmosis. <laughs> when he wrestles Osmosis, he's going to beat Osmosis. But the thing is that for Osmosis. You would think. Yeah, but the thing about Osmosis, let me give him his props. Because how did he go from being in a tag team match last year with AJ Styles to almost main event right. in WrestleMania? What, wasn't he like a bodyguard last year? He was a bodyguard. Something? He was a bodyguard two years uh, during the pandemic. And okay. He went from being a bodyguard to wrestling a tag team match, and now he's wrestling singles matches. Right. So, dude's got stock value. It's because right. he's big and you don't have that kind of character. Right. And he's limited in his wrestling ability, but. He's big, so he hits you with hammer hits. You're going to hit the ground. Right. So, in that match, I had Brock Lesnar going over because I have no reason. It does nothing for Brock Lesnar's stock to lose. If he loses, he'll just come back and beat up somebody else. Right. And and like you said, these two guys are... Obviously, I know who Brock Lesnar is, and I know who Omos is. But I've not really seen him wrestle. I haven't paid attention to none of that. Right. Because he, he, he doesn't draw me in. But like I said, Brock Lesnar kind of draws me in because all the changes and stuff like that. And it's like, you know he's a bad guy. And when you hear that music, you can't help but just get a little bit excited and like, yeah. And you say suplex city. Right, right, right. Now, once again, a disclaimer that we're going to put on here is that this card is subject to change. And what is on Wikipedia may not be right. Because what I'm seeing in front of me right now, the fifth and sixth match, disgruntled me very much. Because you have both women's belts being, if, if this happens this way, I'm going to be really pissed off. You have both women's belts being showed on the same night. Because the WWE no longer cares about their females, is the way I see it. And, and I could probably go with that. 
like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I understand that a lot of it is supposed to be on looks and stuff like that. But you also got to put it based on talent. Right. So, so what I see here in this first match, Bianca Belair versus Asaka. Asuka. Asuka. I say Asaka. Y'all hear me? Y'all know I chop stuff up. So how did this, this match come to be? This was just some buildup that happened because... Because Rhea Ripley didn't choose Bianca okay. Belair. So the the thing here is is that Belair's been the champion for over a year. Okay. You're clearly not going to have her lose to... But if they have to have her lose to somebody, why not Asuka? I mean, she's obviously been a champ before, and that's what the WWE is good at, is recycling their women's champions. Well, the thing is, is we're looking at who's selling stuff. Right. We, we know girls are twirling their head around with that long braid and probably buying her Barbie dolls right. or and her I, toys. I, I understand that, and I have zero negative things to say about Bianca Belair. So, I, I feel like she's going to retain, because it makes sense for the business, as Triple H would say. Right. If she loses, nobody's going to be hurt. Either that That's one of the probably the most transparent matches. Either when one mm-hmm. comes out a winner, and Belair could come back the next month at whatever the pay-per-view is, or she could just win money in the bank. Well, she don't even have to do that because she's on main main event status. Right. So that match right there uh, should have been Belair versus Liv Morgan. It should have been Belair versus someone else other than Asuka. Right. And nothing negative against Asuka um, because, you know. She can wrestle. Exactly. And she's been in there a while. But like we stated before, or I have stated before, I'm tired of seeing recycled champions. I get it when they say, you know, we want to use whoever's selling product. I, I, I get that to well, an extent. Well, well, what about Shotzi in the tank with the green hair? Shotzi could have at least let her get on the green stage. We could have had a, a, a battle royal or even a fatal four-way. Right. Something that would have been entertaining there. So, right. So we made our choices on that one. Now let's go on to what's supposedly going to be the main event tonight. For this pay-per-view, or not tonight, but for Saturday. Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. This is an interesting take. Because you're taking Raw's best women's wrestler, which is Rhea Ripley. Hands down. Because she is with that with her group. Um, and she has not been wrestling women at all. Right. She was beating up Escobar. She beat up all kinds of males. She'd been hitting with that pump handle slam outside the ring. She's basically the new China. Right. So it was really perplexing to me to let her win the Royal Rumble and let her go on to face Charlotte Flair, which that was, it's a, it's a rivalry. Right. But why? Because they have to help build the Dominic line. And since she's in his group, they've got to make her character relevant. Okay. In order to keep his character relevant. I think that it all ties together that way. Yeah, I can see that. But the thing is, is if she wins a belt, she goes to SmackDown, they stay on Raw unless they do some brand swap or drafts. Isn't the thing coming up soon? Doesn't that happen after, right after WrestleMania? Normally it does. So we could see a toss up there. So overall, what we have tentatively for night one, what do you see as the best match on this whole card? Tentatively from what we have. You mean which one am I actually going to pay attention to and not my phone? Yes. Probably 
um, the Bianca Belair and Oscar. Now for me, it's going to be the Austin Theory versus John Cena. My second place one's going to be the Seth Rollins match because Seth Rollins is going to hit that stir comp. I mean, I said I didn't even say it right. The curve stomp, curve stomp from the top ropes on that dude's head. Okay. Or he'll do a springboard into it. I'd say that's probably the second one that. And then the rest I can probably tolerate. But the rest of them, I'm just like, all right, who wins? Then we go over to the undecided night, because night two hasn't been decided. Right. The only thing that is decided, from what we can tell, is the obviously the final match for the Undisputed Universal Championship. And we'll get into that in just a moment. Right. Now, let's get into my title. Everybody knows I'm a fan of the Intercontinental title. I, when I play wrestling games, that's the first belt I win. Normally, I don't even win the heavyweight belt. We have my guy, Gunther. Now, Gunther went the distance with Cody Rhodes in the Royal Rumble. He even chopped up uh, Brock Lesnar. Gunther is one who has gotten into tremendous shape, and he is built. He is going to be a champion, a heavyweight champion, if they ever split the belts up. He won't be an undisputed champion, but if they ever split them belts, he'll be a heavyweight champion. This match right here is the United Nations. It's Europe. Sheamus, Drew McIntyre. For Gunther, it's an easy win in my book because there's no reason to elevate Drew McIntyre or Sheamus because Drew McIntyre is in the heavyweight title picture. Sheamus, his best days are past him. I don't know. I've seen none of these really stick out to me again. I think Sheamus is not as high on their radar as the other two. Because obviously... Gunther's the champion and Drew McIntyre had that tiny push there for a limited amount of time. Yeah. And then you have Seamus. And I feel like they've kind of underutilized him throughout the whole pandemic, but that also could have been personal reasons and stuff like that. So maybe they're trying to get him back into the swing of things. And that's, that's kind of where we're dealing at. I feel like this year and coming forward, I feel like all of the restrictions are either lifted or they're going to be completely lifted here soon. So it's going to make it easier to to utilize different wrestlers. But I feel like these WrestleMania matches are still kind of, yeah, let's throw who we think people want to see in there. And I mean, this feud has a great buildup from... Right. From SmackDown because Sheamus, where they gave him that new group, the Dirty Dogs or whatever, it was him with uh, formerly, it had, well, they call him Butch now, Butch and the guy that broke um, Holland, Holland, the one that broke Big E's neck. They have him in a group, and then they let Drew McIntyre kind of join along with them because they were all from Europe and they were just trying to do whatever because they, they were trying to have a, a Imperium and another group. Which Sheamus had that other group without Drew McIntyre, and it was fine because that would have been a six-man tag that I could have sat through, even if they didn't defend the Intercontinental. Right. But I wouldn't be mad because Gunther and Imperium versus Sheamus and the Dirty Dogs, or whatever they're called, and boom, Drew McIntyre in the mix. I guess they're just t- trying to wait for a filler program for him. Now, with that, that's one match that even though I'm calling Gunther, I want him to win. Anybody could win that match, and it could boost any of them to anywhere on SmackDown. 
That's just the cause for the Intercontinental Belt, how it rolls. It's a secondary title. They just do it whenever they want to. Right. Now on to this next match. Uh, Finn Balor versus Edge. Now, this is the demon. No, I was going to say it's not Finn Balor. The demon. Yeah. So, he's going to come out. And then Edge is going to probably come out in the brood type with the blood and the vampire stuff. So, it says it's a Hell in, the, hell in a Cell match. Yeah, and that's probably going to be the best match of WrestleMania. So this is essentially a cage match, right? Yeah, like that's the you full. You can't get out, or is it one where you try to get out and the, you win? The Hell in a Cell is the full cage that goes all the way around. Okay. Like when the Undertaker threw the dude off the cage. That's the Hell in a Cell cage. Okay. So that's going to probably be the best match because they're going to entertain in there, and you're going to have Damian Priest come out, and you're going to have Beth Phoenix come out. But the problem with that is, is that Rhea Ripley is going to be taken away from her group from this. So, and then, you know, Dominic's not going to be part of the group either. So, if Damien Priest comes out and helps uh, Finn Balor win, that's how I see that one going. Right, and I, f- I feel like that's how it's going to go. I feel like um, the demon Finn Balor is going to take this one. Right, but he's not going to win clean. You beg to differ? I don't know. I, like... We haven't watched any TV matches in a long time. Well, I have. I get, been... I get my information from what I see on Facebook. Oh, well, I've been watching I it. didn't say you haven't. I said we haven't. Okay. There's a difference. Now, this next match is the Women's WrestleMania Showcase Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Match. Now, one thing I want to say about this real quick. This is probably going to be the first match on the first night. I don't... I can... Both of the showcase matches. So, so let me break down the talent. Liv Morgan and Raquel, Raquel Rodriguez. Raquel is a women's champion in the making. Mm-hmm. Natalia and Shotzi. Natalia is in one of those stretches where she is a refined veteran. Yes. Shotzi came up from NXT and has a very vibrant feel. The tank thing, she's got a look to her. She's going to sell stuff. Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. I thought she'd taken another break there. I didn't know she was back again. Yeah, she's back. Ronda Rousey taking a back seat at WrestleMania is an amazing thing that shows the the maturity and the growth in her as a wrestler. Yes. Um, so that one, amazing. Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green coming back and her being the wife of Matt Cardona, a.k.a. the indie wrestling god, a.k.a. Zack Ryder, and Sonya Deville. Those, every one of those tag teams, that match makes sense. But that could have been a, a battle royal for the women's tag. I mean, the women's title or the the tag team titles could have been involved in this. Right. All of these women are not given a fair shot at the tag team belt because of Lita winning it with Becky Lynch. Right. So they wasted the tag. Again, they're recycling their talent. They're right. recycling their winners. So had this match been a tag women's tag team match, mm-hmm. this would have been explosive. But I don't know how Ronda Rousey goes from being at the top of the card all the way to the bottom of the card. Pretty much. That's what it feels like with this. Yeah. And why not do justice to the tag team titles? Ronda Rousey and Shayna Blazler could win those belts and dominate the tag team division. Didn't they have the belt there for a Shana little while? Shayna Baszler or? had them with uh, Nia Jax. Okay. And they dominated. Okay. Um, Chelsea Green and Sonya But Deville. then at the same time, you know, you have two, two big women... And not not meaning that in a rude way, but you have probably two of your strongest women tagging together, and a lot of these other females are pretty petite, right? Like short wise too. So that would be a good. So that would be kind of difficult to how, you know, it's not easy to pull a belt off of Shayna Baszler and um, 
Nia Jax. Well, that's that's like I'm saying. If they want them, Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan could win because Ra- right. Raquel, you Raquel, know, she does yeah. a flex. She does a flex. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm interested in with the Chelsea Green and Senior Deville because that's a villain group. That's your heel group right there. And they're going to be there for comic relief. Okay, so explain the fatal four-way tag match to me. Is it once you are pinned, you're out? Or is right. it the first one pinned wins the matches? First one that pins wins the match. Okay, so it doesn't matter who pins who like if all four groups are there and group a and b pin one another that completes the match right okay now on to the men's showcase which this is probably going to be the first match now on that one i'm going to say tag team wise because we didn't i'm sorry we didn't cover that women's i want to say that ronda rousey and them are going to win i yeah I'd say probably Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. I would like to see Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez win. That would be exciting. Um, but I feel like Chelsea Green's going to go because what they got her like the Karen era, era yeah. type thing going on. And I still feel like Sonya Deville is more of a administrative person. So I don't know what's going on there. And of course, you know, Natty, she's just also another right elder statesman right so so the next thing that we would go into is the men's showcase which is the fatal four-way tag team match now this one Braun Strowman Ricochet the Street Profits Alpha Academy Viking Raiders this hurts my heart here because once again I'm going to just say it. I am tired of seeing so many people wrestle at one time. I feel like they're turning the WWE into tag teams. We want tag teams. That's if, if, the, if the belts were split, if the belts were split, this would be fun. But you can't have universal undisputed champions. I understand that. So I just, like, to me, it's a lot. And it's like, I'm tired of seeing the same people over and over again. And the new the new tag team of Braun Strowman and Ricochet, with this one, I'm just gonna say this: Street Profits that need to win this because they're almost at that level of what the New Rockers were when it was Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels, and Shawn Michaels kicked Marty Jannetty through the glass window. Montez Ford is gonna eventually have to turn heel, or Angelo Dawkins is gonna have to turn heel, and they're gonna have to break up the Street Profits because Montez Ford is getting jacked up. Otis, Maybe. Otis, and Chad Gable are going to break up because. Otis is about to become Otis with the modeling agency. Chad Gable is almost at the level that he should be fighting for the United States belt. He should have been a, a United States champion right right now. He should actually be in the match with Austin Theory. Mm-hmm. I'd rather see that. Right. Um, the Viking Raiders with Valhalla. Valhalla is Sarah Logan. Um, I, I forgot what issue or injury she has while she's out, but... Viking Raiders. She had a baby pretty recently, didn't she? Yeah, a little bit ago. The Viking Raiders, they're a filler tag team right now until the belts get split up. Because basically that's what I think is going to happen in WWE. They're going to split the belts up again. Right, and not to take anything away from them, but they they do good at their tag team stuff. Yeah. They're <laughs> they're one of the one of the few that are legit tag team people. Right. Like, and I think that's the thing that goes back to where I'm tired of seeing all these different tag teams. Right. Like, keep it consistent. 
I get you're trying to to figure things out and see who works for what. But, I mean, you have the New Day that is good as tag teams. The Viking Raiders that are good as tag teams. The Street Profits obviously are tag teams. But other than that, I feel like you're shoving everybody else down our throat in, in twos. Yeah, like Braun Strowman versus Ricochet. I wouldn't mind seeing that match between them two. Right. Like, we could have just had a street fight between them two. Right. And but, Ricochet beating him with all kinds of stuff. But they kind of fit as opposites. Like, Ricochet's character compared and Braun Strowman's character compared to um, Dawkins and Ford. They're, like, polar opposites if you look at that. Yeah. And it's, it's the same thing with Chad Gable and Otis. They're kind of opposites. Now, the the Viking Raiders, I don't... I think they're similar. Yeah, they're similar. I feel like that's why they work really great as a tag yeah. team to me. And they're smooth. Yeah. Now, let me say this as a fan. I could have done Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman in a match at WrestleMania. Haven't we already had that, though? Mm, I'll have to go back and look. Okay. But I still could have had that or had a, a just a big man match. Throw Bobby Lashley in there. Throw Osmos in there and have a four-way big man match. Yeah. And having extreme rules. Yeah. That would have been fun. Reach out to us for some um, interesting topics. Hey, look, I'm just trying to be like Freddie Prinze Jr. When he stopped acting, he wrote, he, he wrote the episodes for WWE. He was right. a, a writer. Come get me. And you have some good ideas. Like, some of this stuff out here, like, oh, well, it'd be cool if they did it this way. Or it would have made more sense if they did it this way. And so he does, he does have some good uh, creative ideas. So reach out. Just a small cut. Sponsor an episode or two. Now, tag team match. Undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships. The Usos, Jay and Jimmy Uso versus Canada. Excuse me. Canada's <laughs> own Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. So here's one thing I'm going to say. There was a buildup. The buildup was this. And this is a simple premise and people can disagree with me, but I'm giving you complete fact. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, everybody in the world took on Roman Reigns, did not win the title. Mm -hmm. So flushed them down the system. Sami Zayn was riding on the same high that they had when they gave Kofi Kingston the title. Right. Back back two years, three years ago. Sami Zayn... However long ago it was. Yeah, however long it was. Been so long. And shout out to New Day. Hopefully everybody comes back from injuries because that's why we're not seeing y'all. Now, Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn somehow should have worked his way into a three-way match between Cody Rhodes and... Roman Reigns, or after the 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 um, throw up job that happened at at freaking the last pay per view, because mm-hmm. Sami Zayn was almost a champion. Right. Um, Sami Zayn shouldn't go down the card for a tag team title match because here's the two things that happen in WWE: they win the tag team belts off of them. Roman Reigns ain't gonna lose the title. Right. If they retain the titles, Roman Reigns can lose the title, and then it can be something big. Because then right. he can go rest. So, I want to say this. The Usos retain because if they don't retain, then that means that Roman Reigns will retain. They're not going to have a So, ball. you think if the Usos lose the, the belts, that Roman Reigns is going to win? Yes. And you think if the Usos retain, you think that Roman, Roman Reigns is going to lose? Yes. Okay. I see that. Um, because you'll notice that Solo Soka is nowhere across this uh <laughs> across this thing, right? And and like you said, I feel, I don't feel like there's enough build up and any um 
I don't think there was enough for Roman Reigns to lose the title match at WrestleMania. Right. Well, we'll dig into that in just yeah. a second. But, but well, you brought it up in that match, so right. you I had. Was... I had to. You know, you might as well talk about it together. I've always, <sighs> I've always liked the Usos. Um, I think what draws me in is their music. That and they got a rough background, and they still seem to get away well, with everything. So I'll tell you what would have been my setup. What what happened here was was that there should have been a Sami Zayn versus Jay Uso. Jay Uso played Sami Zayn, so let them have had some type of match to finish their feud. Why bring Kevin Owens into the mix? Because they have to use the tag teams at WrestleMania. Right. Who else are they going to wrestle? Jim Bob out in the back? So no. they have an automatic win? But they could have had them in their corners. Or, or but ma- they have to defend the titles. When's the last time they actually defended the titles? I don't know. It was one week one. They they just defended them not oh, too long ago. Yeah. No, but that's why I'm asking. Like yeah. le- legit, when is the last time they defended the titles? Yeah, they they defended them, but it was like on Raw or SmackDown. Okay, you know, but they go on pay per view then. No, it's been a while. Yeah. All right, and then on to this next match. This next match doesn't have to happen. This match, this match would have only made sense if Eddie Guerrero was still alive. <laughs> I, I'm tired of this angle. Unless Rey Mysterio is going to retire. If he's going to retire and beat Dominic, I'm good. But we don't need Dominic to win. Right. I'm sorry. I don't... I, I wasn't a, a huge fan of Rey Mysterio because I didn't necessarily watch him a lot. Um, Back when I was watching my old stuff from 2016, he came in a few times in those episodes that I've caught up on. Um, I think he's a very interesting and talented wrestler. He does some crap that you don't think is possible. Um, but Dominic, I just... Austin Theory. Yeah. Austin Theory. I th- I feel like he's just some random puffy dude they grabbed off the street and are trying to turn him into a wrestler. That's the persona that I get from him. He's a dirty, greasy dude they pulled out of jail. <laughs> and, and, and my thing is this, is like, I follow Ray Mysterio for all of his career because he's been around most of my life. Right. I watched him from a cruiserweight in WCW. I watched him even over there in ECW. A lot of people don't pay attention to that. This man is like Chris Jericho when it comes to wrestling. He's wrestled everywhere. He's been a world champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the first little guys to actually win a belt and actually make it look good. Did he have to win on some special terms? Sometimes, but he does have recorded wins over the big show. Other people like that, Mark Henry and other people. So this is what I'm going to say about this. Roy Mysterious had a great career. It's no reason to end your career with a match against your son. Right. Someone that probably, if he had started training for wrestling when he should have, had a built a muscular build right. to him, he looks like some dude that works at 7-Eleven on a late night shift. He looks like some dirty, greasy dude they pulled out of jail. Right. That has never done an ounce of weightlifting in his life. And he's not the, and I think the Vincent Man and them just have him around because the one thing I will say is he does wrestle decent. Does he? Yeah. He's a subpar wrestler with time. If there were still a cruiserweight belt, yeah. Give yeah. that dude the cruiserweight belt. Give okay. him a TV title if we had one. Okay. Which WWE bring a TV title back. Makes <laughs> sense. Just not the 24 hour belt. Yeah. No more. That's exhausting. Yeah. I think they retired that. We're, right. But like, well, you said bring the TV title back again. I was just reiterating. We're not requesting the 24 title belt. Yeah, bring back that, that TV title. I, let, I feel like Dominic's going to win on some slash shit. Yeah, and I can see that happening. Because Ray Mysterio is going to be like, man, my career is over, da 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 right. Going to the Hall of Fame the night before. And he's done everything he can do in his career. I mean, hell, he even killed a man, so. 
Right. What more can you do in wrestling? And, and I know that was kind of harsh, so I didn't mean that in a derogatory way, but, I mean, he technically did kill a guy wrestling. Right. So, you know, Raven Mysterio's done it all. He was in the Lucha Libre thing that was on TV for a little while that was on Netflix and stuff. So he's done a lot. Um, overall, we're going to move on to the big one. And we've hinted at this match. Um, and I want to be short about this one. The next, the undisputed title, it's going to be Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman in his corner, the mouth, against... Cody Rhodes, The American Nightmare. WWE's trash, AEW's failure, Ring of Honor's champion, Impact Wrestling's champion. That's his title. I don't care what no one says about it, how they want to do him. WWE failed him. And he failed the WWE. But when he left, he went on a roll. He made the Bullet Club fashionable. I started wearing Bullet Club stuff because of him. I didn't wear his stuff. (laughs) But I was with the Kenny the Cleaner. I was with that New Japan Pro Wrestling. He was He's exciting. Um, my problem, and this has been my problem, and this is why we don't watch wrestling on a continuous basis on either show now. WWE does build storylines sometimes, and they have long-winded ones. Like, Roman Reigns' storyline with every wrestler is long-winded. Right. He's going to beat you. You're going to get mad, but you're not going to come back a second time. Right. Unless there's nobody else to face. But that hasn't been the case, because they've been giving him wrestlers, and he's beat everybody. Um, it's not going to change. Right. It's no reason for Cody Rhodes to win with a weak buildup. Right. Why give him the buildup of what you've made Royal Rumble about? Somebody comes in. It would in. do no justice to either one of them. Right. To it w- makes no sense. What makes sense is let's put this dude on the road of redemption. He loses to Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. He goes a full year and has the best matches of his life at right. every pay-per-view. He goes out here and actually wrestles everyone because he has been putting on some matches lately. But let him truly earn it. Why would you make this fairy tale story when he's going to win the belt and lose it before SummerSlam? Right. Prove that he's going to stay. Prove that he's going to do something for the WWE. Like you said, he's going to lose on Sunday, but he's going to come back on Monday morning and be the face of Raw for the next year. Or SmackDown or whatever he's yeah. on. Yeah. And, and, and it makes sense. Right. Well, with, I feel like. Roman Reigns' character is more prominent on SmackDown, so that's why I chose Raw. Right. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Now, let something shicey happen. Oh. Let Cody Rhodes win the belts and then take it the next month and split them belts up. Yeah. Give him the Universal or the WWE Championship. Probably pretty much just give him the WWE and keep him overall. Right. So, this is for... the. It, it says Undisputed WWE Universal Championship. So, is that both belts combined is what they are doing the match for? Yes. Okay. Winner takes all. Have you heard any discussion about the possibility of splitting the titles in the future? That's what the big thing's been going on lately. Dave Metzer and all those guys that talk about all this stuff. It's going to be a brand split. Right. And if they, now if Cody Rhodes wins, they're going to do a brand split on him. And he's going to lose the belt at SummerSlam. Right. Right. And that'd be fine. My thing is, um, whichever one Roman has carried the longest, I feel like they should let him keep that one for just a little bit longer. And when they split, he loses the one that he just acquired most recently. So then he loses WWE belt. Okay. So which brand is that? That's Raw's belt. He beat Brock Lesnar for that and has kept kept it for a year and some change. So that that would be my theory is that they're going to let him keep the SmackDown belt 
just a little bit longer than they're going to allow him to keep the raw belt. And they're going to split them up at some point. Because otherwise, they're going to continue to recycle their talent and... We're right. going to get tired of seeing the same thing. Because the only match that we got to have now, if we're going to have to have one, will be Roman Reigns versus Austin Theory. And just giving the United States belt, too. Unfortunately, two. yeah. Yeah, that's because he right. beat everybody. And I can't see Roman Reigns facing Edge. Right. Because you can't let John Cena come in and lose to Austin Theory and then be like, oh, let me take the belt off Roman Reigns. No. Nah. I could I could see John Cena coming in and taking the belt off of Austin Theory and then challenging Roman Reigns. And taken the raw belt at some point because maybe Austin Theory or somebody beats John Cena in a bad way. I don't know. I could see something like that happening. But anybody anybody that they have in there right now, I can't make it make sense that Roman Reigns would lose to them. And... Like you said, for Cody Rhodes, it's not enough of a buildup or enough background to warrant him taking the titles off of Roman Reigns. True. And and my thing with that is, is and I'll, before we get off of here, and I want to thank you for going in depth with me with this, because this is, you know, wrestling is our thing. Um, for Cody Rhodes, if he lost and then he went to another pay-per-view and he won one of the belts off of him mm-hmm. or something happened... It would be fine for him to carry a belt that way. Right. But if he wins at WrestleMania, he has to lose to Seth Rollins. He has to lose to someone else that's more credible than him. Right. And then here's the bigger, here's the big thing that everybody's forgetting about. This match could be a swerve real quick because Randy Orton could run out and kick Cody Rhodes in the head because they have history and they are not friends in the wrestling terms. Right. Now, the money in the bank's already been cashed in, right? And they can't cash that in. Yeah, we're waiting. To, right? we're, we're actually waiting to do the next money in the bank. Okay, okay. So all of those have been cashed in. Okay. Yes. And Randy Orton's been out a while, right? Or is he back? He's back. Supposedly he's back. That's what I heard. I, I don't has know. Has he been on TV recently? I haven't seen him on TV, so that's the okay. only thing I got to worry about right. there. So um, I feel like Roman Reigns is going to win this one, but I don't know that he's going to win it clean. It could be a, a build up to something else. Like it could be um, Roman Reigns is going to win, but because of interference. And that's how Cody Rhodes is going to get a rematch at Backlash. SummerSlam or Backlash or something. And that's when they split the belts up. Right. So anything that happens at Backlash could would make sense because it's going to be revenge for something that happens. Right. Okay. So I just, I just don't want Cody Reigns... Cody, I said Cody Reigns. <laughs> Cody Rhodes' reign to be wasted. Right. You know, and then everybody will be happy if it's a swerve job because then they'll be mad at Vince McMahon. Right. But So, we were talking about WrestleMania, WrestleMania 39. And that makes sense, though. Maybe they'll let Roman keep it until 40 because that'd be an impressive number. Yeah. April 1st and 2nd. Um, which is this weekend coming up. You can watch on Peacock. I believe, um, as far as I know, that's the only way you can watch it unless you're actually going to the shows. Um, it says it will be hosted by The Miz this year. Um, WrestleMania goes Hollywood. And he's got some pretty entertaining commercials out there. If you haven't seen it, check them out. Yeah, no doubt in that. And then another thing that I want everybody to, to pay attention to, and, and, and you'll see key things drop about this. Now, September for, for I mean, July 1st, 2023... That will be money in the bank. 
so if something goes astray or if someone wins in, in that mid-card level, that makes sense. Like if Gunther loses or keeps winning, Gunther's going to have to get a shot at the belt somewhere because he's, he's held that title for almost a year, like 360 days for the Intercontinental belt. So you, you've got a strong mid-card that needs to move up to the main event. That's why I'm afraid for Cody Rhodes because Cody Rhodes ain't beating Gunther. And y'all heard it straight from JR from West Virginia <laughs> Commonplace. Now, on a brighter note, I want to thank you all for listening to this wrestling episode. I need to cover some more wrestling, but WrestleMania is a Super Bowl of wrestling. And uh, Stacy, thank you for taking your time. I know that wrestling has been a limited attraction for you to certain degrees. And for you doing quick research real fast and pulling stuff together, that's been amazing on your part. Because we're sitting here. I mean, we record like two shows, three shows at a time when we're doing this kind of stuff. And this episode will actually be out sometime this week because i got to put it out before um, Friday because we don't step on King Germ's terms because Friday's the King Germ in the Frocast episode. So this thing probably will come on out on Wednesday. Um, so once again, I'm JR. And I'm Stacy. And this is West Virginia Uncommonplace. This is our WrestleMania preview. Make sure that you tune in on Peacock. We are not sponsored by them, but that's the best way to get the show if you're going to get it. Um, and other than that, keep following the show. The British lady tells you what you need to know at the end. Please follow WV Uncommonplace on Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, TikTok, where we have some great content, Facebook, LinkedIn. Hit up the merch store at onecommonplace.square.site. Join the email list from the website, and rate, subscribe, and give feedback from your favorite podcatcher. And lastly thanks for listening and tune into the next episode.